up but despite south africa uh, being among the countries uh, most uh, being among the countries with the most comprehensive protections for lgbtqi people 72% of the general population still considers same sex uh, sexual activity morally wrong 72% Oh dear, they need to wake up and get with the programme. Anyway, the LGBTQI uh, Victory Institute and Triangle Project are working to breach the gap identified by local activists and train a new wave of LGBTQI leaders who are politically active and engaged with their communities. The Leadership Institute is a transformative opportunity for activists to gain theoretical and practical content needed to become uh, political candidates or uh, joining political parties. And to tell us more about the training is Matthew Clay uh, host from the Triangle Project. Matthew, welcome and thanks so much uh, for joining us. Uh, when did the idea for this training first come about? So we were approached by an organisation based in the US in Washington DC called the LGBTQ Victory Institute. And they're an organisation that's been doing political leadership training throughout the United States since the mid-90s. And one of the places they thought would be a great incubator for the, the way that they worked with South Africa. Uh, they've done these trainings in Honduras and in Costa Rica and in India. And they approached Triangle Project back in 2015. And we did the first of our trainings working with the Victory Institute in 2017. And what was the outcome of, the, of those trainings? Where did some of, uh, some of the trainees go on to, to end up? So we were very happy with the outcome of those trainings. Um, one of the trainees ended up with a job at Parliament working for a political party. Others have gone to work for local government. Others have gone to influence political parties from the outside as activists. And many other people have gone on to continue doing their studies, to being involved in their communities. So we were very happy that people were able to make impact at these very high political levels and also to organize political events in their own communities. Because at the end of the day, that's really what we wanted to happen, was to create a new generation of people who are going to be able to drive change mm. in their own way and in their own communities. And that was really going to be my next question. Why is this sort of training needed? So we think that it's very important that LGBTIQ people are involved in the decisions that impact their lives. And I think we've moved past an idea of LGBTIQ people being involved in only certain kinds of politics uh, mm. around around violence and around healthcare and being more holistically involved in all of the decisions that impact their lives. And uh, we think it's important for there to be more LGBTIQ decision makers, firstly because people represent themselves the best, and secondly because the more visible we are as various communities, the more we can begin to have the important conversations that we need to keep having as a country about acceptance and tolerance and understanding each other's points of views better. And just on a, on a broader, on that point, but slightly broader, what is the, the, the impact, the wider impact of the representation of LGBTQI plus people uh, in Parliament and in our political parties? So currently we have very few open LGBTI people uh, at high political levels. Um, within the National Assembly, only one political party has out uh, members of parliament, that's the Democratic Alliance. No other political party. Uh, within the Democratic Alliance, I think that there are around 10 MPs at the moment. So that's 10 out of 400, and they are all men. So that is obviously not an accurate representation, nor do I think is it an accurate representation of the members of the National Assembly. So 
Our thought is that there are still LGBTI people who have reached some of the highest political office in our country. They are members of the National Assembly. And for some reason, they do not feel like they are in a position where they can come out and be open about who they are and serve their party and their country. So we'd be keen to understand and to build a a better environment for LGBTQI people to take part in in the politics of their country. What, um, What does the training actually look like in practical terms? So it's based around four modules. One is around making people understand what their own role as change makers is and uh, how they can impact their communities and their politics. Another is going to focus on understanding the political systems that we all live in, so how you can make change at a local, a, a provincial and at a national level. Um, we have a third module which is going to focus on messaging and communication skills, how to brand your message, how to reach as many people as possible. And finally, our final module involves a training course on how to facilitate an election, how to meet voters, how to shape your message, and actually has a mock election uh, amongst three candidates that we choose. So that's always a very enjoyable part, something that people enjoyed in 2017, allowing people to get practical experience in trying to shape the campaign and the narrative. There's still a great deal of discrimination and prejudice when it comes to the LGBTQI community. Um, what what impact do you think having um, people who represent that community uh, has uh, on not just on the electorate, but but on um, on on our young people who are going to grow up and and take over and and become uh, important members of our political uh, parties in parliament in government? Um, from from that point of view, why is that so crucial? We think it's very important because the the word role model gets thrown around a lot. But the more that young people, uh, so queer young people, can see themselves in positions of leadership and see themselves in positions as decision makers, the more ready they are to take those positions as they become adults. But also as the rest of the communities that we live with, as people see that there are there's nothing to be afraid of when it comes to gay and lesbian people and transgender people making decisions, being influential people, the more visibility and positive visibility that our communities get, we believe the more impact that we'll have in changing narratives. Uh, because a lot, of the, a lot of the stigma and discrimination comes from basic misunderstandings about why people should be afraid of LGBTQI people or why that difference is something that people should be worried about. And the more that we expose each other to LGBTQI people as leaders and as decision makers, the more that we'll begin to chip away at that stigma. So it's about uh, having having a voice and also present and also providing representation. Yes, absolutely. Um, not everyone who does this training and not everyone who's involved with politics is potentially going to go on to become a politician. Mm. But we think the more people that we train to do this, the more people are going to be involved in all different levels of parties. Um, I think that was one of the most important takeaways we had from our last module from our 2017 training was about how many people were interested in being politicians themselves, but also how many people were interested in working behind the scenes. Mm. And many of the people that went on from our training who did get jobs in politics are the people who are working behind the scenes, who are very, very important in helping shape agendas and helping make sure that many other different and varying voices are heard. Matthew, for those out there who may not be aware of the work that the Triangle Project does, just tell us a little bit about the organisation. 
So Triangle Project is an LGBTQI human rights organization. We've been based in Cape Town in various forms over 35 years now. We provide primary health services uh, to LGBTQI people, including social, uh, social services and health services. And we also work for advocacy and lobbying causes um, relating to LGBTQI people. So one of the most recent things that we worked on is, of course, the new hate crimes and hate speech bill that we worked on with the Hate Crimes Working Group. But our goal is to create a holistic service organization that creates uh, change for LGBTQI people and is able to provide services for them as well, um, to an extent where at some point we hope that there no longer needs to be specific catered services for LGBTQI people. Just finally, uh, before uh, before we let you go, Matthew, just if people are interested uh, perhaps in uh, uh, applying for the training, how can they do that? So the best way would be to find us on Facebook. We are Triangle Project on Facebook or facebook.com forward slash Triangle Project SA, so South Africa. And it's a pinned post. You can see the link. It's an online application that people need to fill out before the 15th of March. Okay, fantastic. So uh, straight to the website or to uh, Triangle Project Facebook page. Matthew, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much.